Hey, friends. Maybe you don't have much time for reading. I can well imagine with babies and toddlers and small children running around, or maybe you're just even busier with your teenagers. Each week, I write a short essay that is designed to support you in parenting, educating, and adulting. It's called Tea with Julie, and it comes out on Sunday mornings. I've found out, however, that many of you don't even have time to read it. And I learned by hanging out with you at conferences that you love the podcast. You even fold the laundry extra slowly (laughs) so you could listen to me talk. So it occurred to me that we could start a new series called Tea with Julie. Here, audio version, so that all you have to do is pop in your earbuds, make a cup of tea, and listen to a snippet of encouragement. We're going to start that series today. Today's first Tea with Julie is called It's Not Selfish to Meet Your Own Needs. A family is an interdependent system. No one person can carry it alone. There must be give and take, support and nurture for each person, even if in uneven doses at times. All you can do is become the healthiest version of you that you can be, taking care of your welfare so that you don't wake up one day and flip out. You'll be given good advice. Be generous, give, share, listen, pay attention. Make adjustments. Become a partner to your kids, to your spouse. Forgive. Find the good, the true, the pure. Let go of petty resentments and high expectations. But you also need to take care of you. Be sure that you, the caregiver, are being given care to by someone, somehow, somewhere. It's how you keep going. When you hit your limits, you'll get advice to give more. You'll be told what the ideals are. You'll be reminded of your original goals. You'll try harder. We women are especially likely to take this advice to heart. Just remember, in the trying, which is right and noble and good, stand up for you, too. You matter as much to the whole system as all the people you love and serve freely every day. Be good to you, no matter what that looks like. You get one life, too. It needs to be a good, peace-filled, lovely one. No Joan of Abeccas here. No Teresa of Calculators allowed. Self-care is essential to the happy functioning of your family. Self-care is not, however, ensuring that everyone in your family is behaving according to your plans and standards so that you can finally have a rest. Self-care happens in the middle of the muddle, when things are at their most stressful, when you feel the least capable of meeting your own expectations and hopes. That frazzled feeling, a flashing red warning light that you need to take a self-appointed time out. Here's what you can do. Check your body for tenseness, your jaw, your neck, your shoulders, your brow, 
your temples. Next, check your energy level. Ordinary tasks sound overwhelming. Resentment toward those around you for not cooperating with your plan for their lives. Bored, frustrated, listless. A few principles will help you get what you need. Stop requiring others to meet your expectations for them. It's hard to do, but it helps once you get the hang of it. This looks like letting go of your idealized vision of your child or partner and accepting the person in front of you as that person is. Today, you can practice by withholding suggestions. Make no behavior suggestions for the whole day. I know you can do it. If a toddler or young child needs some guidance to avoid certain death or vandalism, step in wordlessly and help. Take judgment, nudging, guilting, and shaming out of today's vocabulary. Number two, stop matching your home to a picture in your head. Focus on the home in front of your eyes. Make one or two adjustments to what you see that bring you pleasure when you see them. Move a sofa, vacuum behind it, change the pillows, add a vase of flowers, light a candle. In the midst of the mess, make one or two positive changes to the home rather than wishing you had time to overhaul the whole space. Number three, don't forgive so easily. If you are wounded by words from a child, from a spouse, say so. Show your hurt or pain. Don't swallow it. Say it with feeling words. I feel unimportant to you when you say, or I feel sad, bad, mad when you say, or I feel taken for granted when. There are even times when a shout as response is perfectly appropriate. Hey, stop that. That hurts. Or I don't like that. I feel used, mistreated, taken advantage of when you do say yell that. The biggest source of energy drain in anyone's life is pretending that things are okay when they are really, really, really not. Stop pretending. Brave Rider has a lot going on this summer, and I want to make you aware of it. First, we offer online classes that are appropriate for electives, such as fan fiction and writing the short story, or even world building or comic strip capers. These are terrific experiences in writing for your kids that don't feel like school, that accomplish all the goals you have for them to grow as writers. You can find out more about our online class program by clicking the link in the show notes or going to bravewriter.com and scrolling down to the link on the homepage. The summer is also a great time to learn more about our literature programs. Brave Writer offers you a monthly guide, what we call a handbook, that teaches you how to teach the mechanics of writing naturally. So all that stuff you worry about, like punctuation and grammar and spelling, and whether they understand literary devices or literary analysis, we accomplish all that 
through picking a series of books to read with your kids and then drawing lessons from that literature so that your children will have a really solid foundation in both writing and analyzing and enjoying literature. The quill is designed for five to seven-year-olds and even includes math. The dart is for eight to 10-year-olds. The arrow is for 11 and 12-year-olds. The boomerang is for kids 13 and 14. And then we round it all out with your college prep level for 15 to 18-year-olds called the slingshot. To learn more about the way Brave Rider works, go to bravewriter.com and then select the age range that is appropriate for your children, and you will have all the products, classes, and resources you need to have a fabulous homeschooling year with Brave Rider. Thanks for letting us serve you, and now let's get back to the episode. Number four, ask for help. People love to be valuable. Ask for help sincerely, not to guilt anyone. Ask a family member that drives to go get you your favorite drink or to pick up bath salts. Ask your oldest child to run herd on the rest of the kids while you take five minutes to read a book in a different room. Ask the youngest children to set the table any way they want so you don't have to. Ask a spouse to give you 20 minutes so you can take a walk or go for a run. Don't steal time. You know you should be with your children, but you just want to read one more blog or one more response to the forum post. We do this when we're bored, stressed, or not attending to ourselves. We sneak what we need and then feel badly about it later. Use that blog or that social media time as a moment for yourself, deliberately taken at a time in the day when you can give it to yourself without guilt. Self-care is intentional. Self-care is not selfish. Another way to say self-care might be meeting my own needs. Your needs will reveal themselves whether you deny them or notice them. Taking your needs seriously enough to meet them is loving and necessary. It's also a great model for your children and your spouse. When they see that you choose to go out with friends once in a while or take up a new course of study or need 10 minutes to regroup, or that you are more interested in your own life than in regulating theirs. They become aware that they can live that way too. When you let them know when they hurt you, when you speak up for what you need, when you ask for help, you're teaching the whole family how to care for one another. You are not the sole designated need meter, nor are you responsible to fashion a vision for this family that you single-handedly foist upon or require from everyone. Your true vocation in the home, in your family, is to be a source of care for others, but also for self. The symbiosis of these two will create the momentum you need to sustain all kinds of wonderful activities and intimacies for a long time to come. Be good to you. Thanks for listening. Tea with Julie is available as an email each week on Sundays. You can sign up for it at bravewriter.com slash tea. We'll continue this series on self-care 
in the next installment of this podcast. The Brave Writer Podcast is produced by Nova Media with support from team member Jeanette Hall. My name is Julie Bogart. This is the Brave Writer Podcast. Keep going. Think well. I'm rooting for you.